Hi, I'm Trinity Wheeler. And I'm Alan Shaw. And this is Rhapsody Radio. Hello. Hi. We are back. I'm I'm Trinity Wheeler. I'm here with Alan Shaw and Mary Beth Henderson. We're back for Mm. another episode of Box Building where we dive into strategy and share lessons learned that go beyond fitness to be universal across entrepreneurships and startups. Ooh, that's so sexy. sexy. That just made me tingle. Well, good. We're yeah, there. Yeah, we're there. We're there. <laughs> we're on part seven today, and you can read all 10 parts of Box Building at boxbuilding.com. But to recap, we've covered mission control, core values, knowing your role, building the A team, speaking the hard truth, and of course, my favorite, testing systems and processes. <laughs> but today, we're going to take you on a little journey mm. called Keys to the Kingdom and how to deliver a legendary customer experience. Mm -hmm. So Calgon, take me away. I know. I know. know. So we, Alan and I, it's, it's no secret. We're giant fan of Disney parks. Yes. And we really believe that the Disney parks around the world sets the gold standards here. For sure. Um, so Alan, take us through that adventure. Ooh. Okay. So this is actually, um, one of my favorite things, because I've done this with the team at, at Rhapsody as well. Um, so I would like everyone to close their eyes. Okay, close your eyes, and I want you to, I want you to go through this experience with me. So, you're with your family at home. You have scheduled your trip down to Disney World. You've you've gotten the airline tickets. You've gotten your your stay at the Polynesian Resort. You have uh, you've set your your dinner reservations there. You've set your entire vacation from start to finish. About a week or two before the actual vacation starts, you get this wonderful package in the mail that are your magic bands, which those magic bands are the bands. Yeah, I know. I love it. Oh my gosh. The, the, <laughs> this is real life. Uh, yeah, it's real life. You get the magic bands, which, which the way that Disney does it is that they have these bands that you connect your, your payment plan to. So when you are walking around the park, instead of having to have your clunky wallet with you, or even uh, uh, you give the give give access to your kids for those as well. So when they're in shops and they want to purchase something, they can go up and they can scan their magic band there, and they're able to actually have that experience with the uh, with the people there. So you get their magic band about a week before. It comes with this beautiful package. It's, it's like it's like you're getting basically something from Apple, which is pretty cool. And so you know you get you the day comes. Everything is getting everybody's getting super excited. You get to the airport. You get on the plane. You land in Orlando because we always love Disney World. You get to the you get to the airport. You don't see your luggage, right? You you don't have to worry about your luggage at all. All you have to do is go to the Magical Express, and they take you from the airport to your uh, your resort. It sounds like going to Hogwarts. It's, um, it's amazing. <laughs> it is. But yeah, it is. Your luggage magically, magically appears yeah. later. Oh and so and so you get on the Magical Express. They have. They have these ma- amazing videos that are projected inside of of the actual um, bus itself, talking about all the amazing uh, opportunities and things that you're going to be doing throughout the week. You get to the actual resort from uh, there, and you know at the security gate, 
Um, if you're on the bus, they still say, they still say, welcome home. If you're in your car, they say, welcome home. It's like so cool. <laughs> I'm like getting excited about it. So then all of a sudden you come onto the property and we love the Polynesian. We sometimes stay at the Wilderness Lodge. And all of a sudden you come into this world and it is at the Wilderness Lodge. It's like you're stepping back into this like amazing Wilderness Lodge and like Portland, Oregon, I would say, or yeah, even it's like, like the Pacific it's Northwest. Like the Pacific Northwest, and so they have all of these beautiful pine trees around, and it's like all encompassing. And then all of a sudden, you drive up to this amazing lodge that looks like it's out of picturesque. On the opposite side, you have the Polynesian, where you come in. And all of a sudden there's this like all of these amazing palm trees. You start to hear like Hawaiian music playing. You get out of the bus, you go through into the lobby. All of a sudden you start hearing the, the, the music. You see like the water running underneath the bridge. You start to smell mm-hmm. this, this pot and it's all very specific. You start to smell the Polynesian resort smell. And it's like a mixture between like coconut and pineapple and like sea breeze. We buy the Polynesian candles to have we at home. D- we do. Of yeah. We so do. Our, our house yeah. smells like the Polynesian. Love yeah. <laughs> and so you start, you go in there and obviously like the, the, the floor looks, um, it's, it's actually like a little shiny. So it looks a little wet, but the whole openness of the Polynesian, it's very, very similar to a lot of the hotels down in Hawaii to where their actual lobby is open. It's yep, open concept. It's open air. So the Polynesian, the way that they did it is that they, they make it look like it's open air and it's all open up on, uh, on the ceiling. So all the sun rays are coming down. You get to the lobby, you go to, to the front desk, they make it super easy. You go just walk in, you, you maybe wait for maybe two or three minutes. And I think even now you don't even have to wait. You, you can go right to your room and yeah. your magic band opens your door. And your magic band opens your door. It really and is then, a magic band. I know. Yeah. And then all I of know. a sudden, <laughs> and then you walk in and your luggage is there in your room already set up. Is this what adult fantasies look like? Uh, because uh, yes, the idea of me this, not having to deal with my luggage alone absolutely. is giving yeah. me the tingles. <laughs> and so, you know, you get, you know, if you have that interaction at the front desk, you know, their customer service is like to the nth degree. If there are people there for the first time, whether they're on, on their honeymoon or they're on they're for their birthday, uh, um, experience, they already know. And so they are already giving you perks along the way. So if they know that it's your, your, um, your wedding anniversary, they'll go into your suite. They'll make like a little dove out of the, the towels and then make like a little heart shape out of the towels. And like, it's, it's amazing. And so it's your first time they give you a pin. It's like my first time at Disney world. So then everyone you see, they say, welcome for the first time. Yeah. You know, it's all very, it's yeah. yeah. All the details. All, All the, the details. details. Every single aspect. And so you get to your room. You you get set up. They have the TV that's playing. Uh, like all the schedule of all the all the parks that are happening. You know you. And then if you get there early enough, then you go and you actually get to the park. So with the with the Magic Kingdom, um, which is the Magic Kingdom actual park, you get on a ferry. You get on a ferry boat and it takes you across. You can also take the monorail too. There are a couple options, but I like to take the ferry because you actually take the boat and when you're driving towards the Magic Kingdom, you see the actual castle in the distance and you're going across the water to the actual entry of Magic Kingdom. Oh my gosh, my inner Disney princess is dying I know. Right now. Amazing. <laughs> I know. Right? And then the entire time you're hearing the music, you're seeing the monorail, it's all, it, and it's pristine. Like all of, all of the, the water is pristine. Everything around it is pristine. Um, and then you get to the, to the front gate 
you have your magic band that you scan and then they scan your, uh, your, uh, I don't think they actually do the, the scanning of your, of your finger anymore, but they do, you scan the magic band and it goes like, and it goes, yeah, it makes this cool noise and it's like green and it shows you like Disney's face or Disney, uh, Mickey Mouse's face. And then immediately you <laughs> walk into the front gates and then all of a sudden you hear this amazing music and it's main street, main street USA. And every, every sense is overloaded. You see all of the Disney characters. You see every person that you walk past that works at Disney says, hello, welcome to Disney world. And then you see all of these amazing, um, like performers that are performing, like for example, like there will be a, a horse-drawn carriage with these four acapella singers singing out and just like going down the street. Yeah, and it's like every little aspect is is detailed to the nth degree, and 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 the reason why I get so excited about it is because it's Disney is not the only place that that can happen. Right. Yeah. It, it, it can yes. happen in every aspect of any person's business. Yeah. I mean, to me, Disney is the greatest immersive theatrical experience in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But what we did when we were building our business is yes, we're not. Thank you for going along with me. Yes. Because you went on, <laughs> Thank you, went you for on taking the ride. journey. Yeah. But, you know, although you may not be selling classic characters and stories, mm-hmm. immersive theater can apply to any business that is customer service related yes. because you are creating a unique experience that is memorable, that is unforgettable mm-hmm. and that can change someone's life long term. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so we take so much of our keys to the kingdom as we call it, cause it does feel like you're being handed the keys, uh, to, to really create our Rhapsody experience and, and it's really what has separated us more than anything mm-hmm. from the rest of the pack. Yes, I agree. absolutely. Um, How would you describe the Rhapsody experience if you had to just give a quick summary? Yeah, you know, the, the Rhapsody experience is a place that you can walk into that no matter where you come from, what your background is, what your fitness level is, and find home. Mm-hmm. And you find people that are standing shoulder to shoulder with you that support you and want you to achieve your goals. And it it provides accountability. And then you have a team around you as well that just constantly reinforces that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's safe. It's a safe space to accomplish goals with people, with really cool people. And, and And I just to add one other thing is like I, I'm looking for authenticity Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. I want you, I, I want a space that allows you to not be anyone else, but you and not have to be anyone else, but you. And so that authenticity is really important to me. Yeah. Um, cause in that, in that, I truly believe that's where like greatness lies. Right. That's where the details lie. That's where taking your life from where we are now to taking it up the notch. That's where it lies. Yeah. And we really yeah. developed five ways to deliver that legendary customer experience. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I really think the word legendary is important there. And this is if you're walking into a gym. This is if you're walking into a deli. Mm -hmm. We had an experience at a deli yesterday. We'll talk about in a little bit. But it's just that is what will be a separator for you as a business. So the first thing you have to do when, when you're wanting to create this type of customer experience is to visualize it. Hmm. You want to put yourself in your client's shoes and go on that client journey. And that's from the first time they search you on Google 
mm-hmm. what that looks like, what your branding looks like, yep. what your website looks like. How they interact with it, mm-hmm. what, their, what your social and media And we'll talk about that like. one day, about how important Google is, even versus your website. Google is super powerful these days. Yeah. Very important. Put Very, a pin in that. Moving yeah, on. Put a pin in that. We'll move on. <laughs> And you want to go on that experience of like what it's like to walk into your building for the first time, what it's like to be a member that's been there for three years and, and you know, walks out of class, what, what, that, what that is like. So picture how you want those interactions to look and feel, mm-hmm. and you repeat this exercise across all different client types. Mm-hmm. If yeah. it's your young 20s, if it's your, you know, young professional, older, because everyone's going to have a unique journey. You know, mm-hmm. everyone goes to Disney World. And, and does the experience a little different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's and, completely customizable. And this immediately goes into the second point is like, you need to be super, super detailed mm-hmm. in every aspect of that. Double down on detail. Because if you, if you do not, because, and be creative with that too. If you have things that will, that will take the experience to the next level, then why not incorporate that into the experience itself? Absolutely. Right. Experience is won and lost in the details. Mm-hmm. And, and I think I, it, what's so important about starting here and then moving into those finite details is that the, the goal is not for you to take an experience you've had somewhere else and liked and apply it to your business. That's yeah. not what we're doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're talking about creating something that is entirely unique to your business and venture. Yeah. And so I, I love the exercise of, or the visualization exercise, because I think there are so few moments as business owners and entrepreneurs where we're challenged to stop looking at our business from the top down mm. and actually walk the walk we want our ideal client or customer to take. 100%. And that, that vantage point yeah. and that perspective changes everything. Yeah. Yeah. And there, there are those detailed moments that we put in, obviously through our mentoring program, it's very detailed about how we execute that. But then even really, really small things, you know, if someone has a PR in the gym or if a drop in comes in, that coach right after that class goes to the front desk. We have these thank you notes that are written there. They write a handwritten thank you note. You know, if Mary Beth had a deadlift PR, it might be, Hey, Mary Beth, it was great having you in class today. I know you've been working hard on that deadlift. You got it. Let's work on this. Mm-hmm. Congratulations from that coach. Yeah. They'll put a stamp on it and they'll mail it to you through the mail so that two days later, you know, Mary Beth goes home, opens her mailbox. That that kind of member touch and, mm-hmm. and, and experience is memorable. Oh, absolutely. You know, that that's a huge thing. That's a huge thing too. Every coach before every workout, we have certain things in our class procedures. Right before the workout starts, before three, two, one, go, it's like, is everybody ready? Say yes. Everybody in the class goes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Then it starts. So there are things that we have implemented across the team that are the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because that that familiar experience across is is really important to create. When we answer the phone, it's a great day at Rhapsody. This is Trinity. How can I help you? Every team member answers the phone that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I would even I would even argue we actually look at it from even before the moment we physically interact. Mm-hmm. You know, when when you were when we were talking about how the website looks, right? Or how Instagram looks. When you have that first interaction, somebody comes into our system, but then our high touch is every person knows how to work the prospect funnel, like we talked about in the last episode. You know, that 
and the ability on how we how we interact with that person to get them into the free class, to get them into the second class or the third class or the fourth class, and then to eventually to get them into a membership to take them through their goal setting session and and their questionnaire and then potentially going through nutrition too. All of that stuff is really specific because in my head, I'm like, well, that stuff is equally as important because before they even come into the four walls, they're going to spend 23 hours of the day outside the four walls. So how are they going to interact with us that way? Sure. Yeah, I mean, and, you know, we can get into this in future episodes, but just like your social media reach is there all the time. And if you're just posting a random photo every day that doesn't, it's not telling a story. And this mm. is a big thing about, you know, marketing and branding. It's like, no longer is it a world to where you're trying to sell something. No. Yeah. You know, that's trying call, to connect. You're trying to connect and you're trying to be a storyteller. You know, so that's something that I think that we've really worked hard on from the beginning was that everything we do is about a story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And 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 yes, fitness is part of it, but fitness is not our primary driving force. We're we are a business of storytellers. Yep. The thing we have in common is fitness, accomplishing goals and changing lives. But it's really about telling stories that people can connect to. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, Disney is what Disney is, because people feel from a very young age this connection to them inside of their hearts. Yeah. Right. You know, so there's that, that you said you felt like a Disney princess. Always. That's exactly <laughs> what they want you You're to like, feel like. Right. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, and, and what I love about so much about the, the Rhapsody experience and, and what y'all have done with it is that. Not only is it incredibly detailed, but the details are a little unexpected, um, and but in a delightful way. Mm-hmm. So, both in the dark days before Rhapsody, I would have never expected to get a handwritten thank you note from a coach at my gym, mm-hmm. and so little little novelties, you know. And I love mm-hmm. thinking about it that way. Yeah. You know, when it it comes to details, like what what will delight, what will be novel, what will be just a little bit unexpected, because a little bit unexpected mm-hmm. sticks completely. It's yeah. memorable. It is. You know, and and just another another example too is that we we have complimentary cold brew at our gym behind the front desk. So nice. And and in my and in and then the way that I actually view that, it's not. Well, I just want to have that as a perk. It's know that I want to. I want this place to to be viewed as a home. And where do you get your coffee? A lot of times, you get mm-hmm. it at the pot the the pot in your kitchen, and that's and and that's that home feel. And so the goal there is like, yes, of course, people get the cold brew, but in reality. You go to a coffee shop to have conversations and stories between people, and that's why it's there. It's not just as a perk as a, as a member. Yes, I'm glad that people love it as that, but I also look at it as like, no, it's a conversation starter to get people talking more. Sure, yeah. and it's your version of Welcome Home. Yeah, yeah. 1,000%. So, I, oh, go ahead. I was going to say what I also love about the cold brew mm-hmm. is that right across the way is Springbok yeah. coffee and they supply the cold brew. And so as a member, it's, it's a neat experience to watch them like wheel it over in the morning and, yeah. and hook it up to the machine. And then like, you know, as you're, as you're working out, you can smell the coffee brewing because they're, they're doing that. They're from, roasting, okay, they're right, roasting there. right there. Yeah. And so, you know, I, I love that detail because it does tie into the, the element of feeling at home and feeling comfortable. Mm-hmm. But then I also think it's such a neat tie into community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like we, we're, we're here with our fellow business owners and, and yeah. we're, 
you know, we're a community and a family here. Yeah. And so I think that's really cool because that also very much so maps back to the Rhapsody experience to me. Completely. And I, so I, once you visualize it and you double down on detail, the absolute key to the customer experience is buy-in from your team. Yes. Mm. Your team must believe in creating that signature experience. So they must understand what the expectation is. They must know how to deliver it. But for you as an owner, hiring the right people, the onboarding, the feedback loop, and the incentives that you have for your employees Mm -hmm. are very important. Because if your team isn't happy, there's no way they're going to create a happy experience for your customers. Right. And I love that you start with that word, believe. Mm -hmm. Like they they have to believe in the method mm-hmm. and understand why it's so important to deliver it. Yeah, absolutely. That is that, you know, as we say in the article, it says the distinct approach to customer care has to be at the core of everything that you do. Well, mm-hmm. this is, this directly ties us back to our mission and our core values mm-hmm. because our, our business is directly connected in every aspect to our core values of humble, hungry, happy, or hungry, humble, people smart for our team. And then what our mission is inside the four walls. Right. So when they are hired, they are we are immersed into what the Rhapsody experience is and what the Rhapsody way is. And and in reality, like they know before they are hired what the expectation is. Yep. So when they have me or Trinity come to them in really detailed ways of like, this is how we interact with people. This is how we are. This is how we're supposed to look when we're inside the four walls. This is how we interact with every member. This is the whole uh, system when it comes to engagement with prospects to going through goal setting to all of that. All of those things are very, very, very intentional. Mm-hmm. Yep. There's not, there's, yeah, unintentional versus intentional. Like, Everything has intention behind it. Yep. It's not just willy-nilly, oh, well, we just got Cobra because it's right across the street and whatever. Yeah. No, yeah. it's not that. Yeah. You know, we went to a really well-known deli here in the Charleston area uh, <laughs> yesterday. And Alan, <laughs> we, had, we had ordered food and, and Alan came out and said, you know, there's every time you go in there, it's different. There's only really one nice person in there. Because like, depending on who you deal with that day or who's at the counter yeah. taking your order... Is very different. Yeah. Sometimes it's like, hey, how, are you having a good day? What can I get you? Other times it's, what do you want? Whole and different like, deal. Literally, literally that. And I'm like, oh, well, I'm just here picking up. And you, <laughs> I'm sorry. And, and then they're like, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, and we'll just pay for it. And I paid for it. And I stayed there for about 10 minutes. It had gone for the pickup. It had been sitting there for five minutes, which they didn't tell me. So I walked back up and it was a different person. He's like, so it's this much. And I was like, Oh, I've, I've already paid when I came in, and he's like, well, "Why is the ticket still open?" And I was like, "That's a you problem." I was like, "I was like, that's a you problem." I don't, that, I don't know, know. I go I, back. Uh, that's a leadership problem. That's a systems and processes problem, and that's a buy-in from your team about this experience. It's unfortunate because they sell really amazing food, mm-hmm. but the experience is not great. Right, and yeah. and I would had to guess that that factors into your decisions of whether you go there. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. Because it only takes like one more time before I'm like, fuck that place. I'm not going back. Yeah. You know, I, and just being completely honest, it's the same thing that we do with our, with our vendors with, with Rhapsody. We've actually gone through just recently a switch of vendors because their customer service is shit. 
like yep. complete mm-hmm. shit. And they, and I've, you know, yeah. and we made it very apparent being like, we call because we have an issue. And instead of it being like a top of the line customer service, you act as though it's my problem. Right. I'm yeah. like, or my fault or my yeah. fault. Well, <laughs> and like, that's the, know. that's the taste that stays in your mouth. Yeah. So even if these vendors and even if this deli in question deliver the best product available, mm-hmm. more likely than not, because I do this as a consumer, I will make a different decision. 100%. I will go elsewhere because yeah. I, I want to be treated a certain way. Yeah, I'm, absolutely. I want to feel a certain way after the interaction. Yeah. So as a business owner out there, what I suggest you do is literally every business that you walk into, you can become a critic. Ooh, I love this. Critic of excellence. Mm. You know? I love it. Um, ben love Bergeron it. talks a lot about this in the CrossFit world. It's like every business you walk into, be that critic of excellence. And, and really, like, what do I like about this? What do I don't like about this? Note. And this is an experience. Because, you know, from Pizza Hut to Whole Foods to whatever you walk into, it, it you can learn. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can also, in a way, um, steal yes. and make it better. Steal like sure. an artist. Yeah. Like, I mean, that in a way, if you see something, you're like, well, damn, that's, that's genius. That's genius. I was like, I think we can... In- implement that and like that's only going to make you better but then all overall like the whole standard rises right i'm like that's great so the next one here is about rings true and this is that your member experience must be authentic and you need to have a genuine connection and this is where i think disney probably excels the greatest Mm -hmm. yes we're talking about a mouse (laughs) you know that has a mouse girlfriend Mm -hmm. yes yeah and they have a you know a dog named pluto oh but the authenticity of the magic mm-hmm. that they deliver is truly real. Like it, it is authentic. Yeah. And the people that work there and everyone involved has bought in to this fantasy that they have created. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so none of it feels put on. None of it feels forced. It feels just very natural which is amazing because it's it's completely fictional every, characters. Yeah, because every person there believes that they're creating magic for the people that are there. Yep. Like yeah. that is the purpose. That is the purpose of why they're there. Well, and it, it also goes back to a point we touched on in the beginning with, with the visualization process. And that is, yes, you can take some things that you see that you like and you can adapt them to, to create this, this magical experience. Mm-hmm. But... You have to, you have to be willing to do something delightfully distinct to you. And you have to believe that you have something special to offer and and special is the word. Like you have something special that you can create for someone. You have a special story worth telling. You have a special connection to make. Like you have that. Yeah. And so you can take elements that you like. You can be a critic of excellence and you can, you can, you can do all that. You can incorporate all those things. But at the end of the day, it has to be something that is distinct to you and feels good to you because if, if it is forced in any way, that is the first thing that, that people will smell on you. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it's interesting. And this, this is directly goes into the next, the next, uh, the actual next What's it called? The next step. The next step. step Which is about the feedback loop. Yeah. And I mean, because what happens is as a business owner, that if you are, if you are creating an experience that is authentic, that's also very vulnerable. 
you are very, you are in a vulnerable position when you're like, this is authentically me. And will people like that? But in order for the business to grow and evolve and get better over time is that you must hold space for feedback. You must allow people to give you insight onto what the product is that you're selling Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and the experience that you're giving because that insight will elevate you to that next level. Yeah. Yeah. We have a newer coach that we've been working with a lot and she's made huge progress because it was about authenticity and coaching. Mm -hmm. Yes, she is totally, she knows the progressions. She knows how to coach a class like crazy. Yeah. But it's about being authentic and not having the coach voice <laughs> and not, perf- it's not performing. <laughs> it's yeah. not it's performing, performing in yeah. that way. It, yeah. it has to come from a place of truth. And, yeah. and, and so we've worked a lot on that, yeah. but we've only made progress because of a feedback loop that we have in place. Yeah. Alan gives constant feedback. The team gives feedback to each other yeah. on everybody knows what the ultimate goal is. Yeah. And so they give feedback to help each other get there. And that, you know, what it's interesting too, is that, that, that is directly connected to allowing your team to be leaders on their own, right? If every person is a leader, a leader must give feedback Mm -hmm. in order to make something better. Well, the way that you give me feedback is not the same way that I'm, you're going to give Mary Beth feedback. No. Right. And so those, yeah. And so those people, my feedback to Alan's a little unfiltered, but that's okay. But, but what I'm saying is that like, you know, having the people smarts to be able to adjust the way that you speak to somebody to give them feedback is, is one, how children learn how to be adults. Right. And in order for us to be successful leaders, and I think every person should be, should look at themselves as a leader, you must be able to give feedback to your contemporaries, an effective way to create change. Mm -hmm. And if you come at it and you say, well, you sucked at this and you need to fix that. Well, how do you think they're going to react? Totally. Yeah. Well, and you know? I, I think the other side to feedback, because I think feedback gets a negative connotation or it's something that... Like, so oh, I did something wrong. Of, yeah. Like, I did something wrong and I'm about to get my wrist slapped for it. Mm-hmm. Conversely, I think feedback is a phenomenal opportunity for someone to give you some very positive insight totally. to the experience you're offering, the product you're offering, and there may be something awesomely unexpected there. You know, I know when I've, I've had some moments where clients have given me feedback about their experience working with me in front and center. And along the way, it was actually what encouraged me to really embrace more of the like coaching consulting side of our business instead of just being, you know, project oriented, deliverable oriented. I didn't realize that that was something they so they found so much value in until I heard it. Totally. Um, so I, you know, I think the moral of this story is it's imperative. You have to do it, mm-hmm. and try not to be afraid of it because there could also be something there that is really positive. Yeah. And it's not only that feedback loop from your team. You know, we recently did a survey from with our members. We have about three hundred members. Um, about we did a survey with about one third of the membership population, so about a hundred members, and. A lot of the feedback was stuff that I knew, you mm-hmm. know, I was like, this is good. This is reinforcing. It actually, this, I know a lot of people, a lot of business owners are afraid to do surveys because of the potential of it turning into the like bad a, and the ugly. Yeah, yeah. Like the Facebook community groups. Right. <laughs> yeah. But actually what it yeah. did for us more yeah. than anything is it reinforced that we were doing things right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, there were things that, that surprised me a bit in some of the surveys, mm-hmm. but we learned from it. 
And as you as a business owner, you have to take all that on and you have to make decisions that are best for your business moving forward. But, you know, not only is it important feedback from your team with each other, it's also important customer feedback all the time. And, and we love the survey way and we love our quarterly check-ins that we do because that's like a direct conversation with members constantly yeah. um, that really help us improve the member experience. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. Love it. Do not um, fear the feedback. And just yeah. remember that, you know, memories of how we are treated and have, have incredible staying power. And it is the greatest opportunity for us to stick with something long term for our business and to really keep people coming back through our doors. Yeah, that's I mean, I mean that's memories are everything. Well, that's the biggest uh, uh, intent to return. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, actually, Disney does talk about that yep. is that one of their major, major things is that Disney is is looking for. Well, they want to get as many people back to the parks as they can. So it's just not like a one and done. No, their, their goal is well, it's generational. Yeah. Now. It's generational. It's like I, they, you did as a kid. Now I'm going to take my kids and then, yeah. you know, and then grandparents are going to take their grandkids. It's the same like, thing for us. Like any, any customer service experience, like that deli, you want to have the intent to return. You want to be able to be a member at the gym. Our goal is like, well, I want retention and I want intent to return. Like that's, that's a, that's a, that's a check mark on a business that that is successful. I love you both. Mm. Likewise. Thank you so much. I think this is such valuable information. I'm glad we're putting it all in when one place. When are we place. going to Disney? I know we yeah. are. We have Field a trip. <laughs> we have we have a we have a week booked in December. So, but Ooh. we'll probably sneak down for a weekend before then. Oh yeah. Um, next on probably. Box Building, we're going to talk about making it shine. Mm. Oh, yes. This well, little light of mine. Yes. Talk- Everything's a song for some reason. <laughs> it is a song. You're basically a Disney yeah, character. Yeah, I, basically, yeah, I am. Yeah. But talking about, bursting into song. Yeah, I talking have a about little something- bit of dirty, dirty jokes or anything. Exactly. <laughs> but, you know. Just talking about something that's very, very basic, I think, for any business is just cleanliness mm. yeah. and the importance of it. So we're going to hit that hard. If you enjoy the show, click down below to follow or subscribe. Please give us that yeah. five-star review. That's right. Um, you can engage with us on Instagram at Rhapsody Radio Show, or you can email us at info at RhapsodyRadio.com. Mm. Check us out online. We'll see you back here soon. Bye, guys. Bye, y'all.